Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's... You're listening to Radio Illumini, raising vibrations to help heal nations. Whoa, whip me. Whoa. 
touchdown. My body stands, but then he mumbles in his coffee and he suddenly roars. It's a red chat cheating! And we been. didn't already know that was boomtown rats with the rat trap and now it's time for a poem from scratch genetically modified designer vagina mass-produced in a factory in china but where can the average joe buy one from i would have thought they'd be wishing.com everyone said the potential's fantastic, but honestly, should you be fucking with plastic? Is what I say factual or mere metaphor? Or making stuff up just to exercise my jaw. So this is my process, and for me, it works fine. Maybe not your way, but definitely mine. I go into blank mode and shut off my brain and flush all the mundane shit right down the drain. But... When I am ready, I count down in colour. Then let that all go till it's greyer and duller. Though the colour sequence is important, it isn't for this rhyme. So we'll just leave that story hanging for another place and time. At this point, I'm primed and the ventures begin with no outside contact, mucho plenty within. And what I see when I arrive is what I'm going to paint. So, made up in my imagination, is something which it ain't. So out I come from that strange place to try to rejoin the human race. The image is ready, at least in my head, but my body refuses, so I do this instead. Hopefully tomorrow my body stops shaking. So rather than rhyming, it's scribbles I'm making. The paint will be splashing instead of it spilling, and if you could watch, I'm sure you'd be thrilling. You'd notice a paintbrush stab like it's killing. Though, believe it or not, that's me really chilling. If you believe that I know, then you too are willing to believe in the hunger that this stuff is fulfilling. If you want me to stop, just maybe a shilling, and it's done. Hello and welcome to the show Nobody knows where this might go Open your mind to the sound And let the rhythm of the band take hold And dance Like it's your last chance Before the DJ begins to play Just dance Let the rhythm take hold of your mind, body and soul And lose control And dance like You're the only one here Throwing no shapes And you got no fear And dance, dance, dance 
dance like a man possessed Caressed by the rhythm like a hand to a breast Understand that it's not about the way you're dressed Or whether your moves are the best Dance like a woman who's got no pride Forget about trying to attract those guys Dance till you can't feel your burning thighs no more And you're sweating off a whole dress size Oh, dance like it's your last chance Before the DJ begins to play trance Just dance, let the rhythm take hold of your mind, body and soul And lose control and dance Now you're the only one here Throwing no shapes that you've got no fear And dance, 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 dance A lunatic. Stop thinking with your dick and trying to look slick. Just pick up your feet to the beat and feel the bass kick. And anyway, the girls love that shit. Dance like a full-blown heart attack. Sweat like a river running down your back. Making a puddle on the floor surrounding your feet is deep enough to drown your cat. Oh, dance like it's your last chance before the DJ begins to play trance. Just dance. Let the rhythm take hold of your mind, body, and soul and lose control and dance. But you're the only one here throwing no shapes that you got no fear and dance, 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 Hello and welcome to the show Nobody knows where this might go Open your mind to the sound And let the rhythm of the band take hold Like it's your last chance before the DJ begins to play trance Just dance, let the rhythm take hold of your mind, body and soul And lose control and dance Like you're the only one here, throwing no shapes That you've got no fear And dance, 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 dance Last Chance to Dance by the Undercover Hippie And now, another poem Strangely called Police, Crime, Sentencing and Courts Act 2022 Last year, a bill went through I wonder if you noticed It effectively made it illegal To have any kind of protest If you're a travelling type you'd better change your lifestyle really quick. Or the popo can just take away your home and shove you in the nick. They made the action of trespass a criminal offence. To claim it as a human right will no longer be a defence. They're not trying to hide it. They don't feel the need for hush. But what this law amounts to would make a dictator blush. Living on a protest camp can get you three months in jail. 
or a two and a half grand fine. How's that for a sting in the tail? If you've ever witnessed bad policing, imagine how that could transcend. They wouldn't be a bit out of control. They'd be totally round the bend. They will obviously protect and close the ranks to cover any indiscretion, then tell you they're here for the good of all. But don't give that impression. Police, crime, sentencing and courts. Sounds like a proper stitch-up to me. The act is deliberately vague and steeped in ambiguity. What constitutes nuisance is up to police interpretation. Anything that can be considered a nuisance, so you're nicked and off to the station. But should we blame the popo? Fucking right we should. They don't have to uphold shit laws, but will in all likelihood. They never say I'm just doing my job. They don't have to justify. They couldn't say that with sincerity and look you in the eye. The person that originally started this bill always smirks. It seems quite smugly. That person responsible, in my humble opinion, is someone pretty ugly. They also want to bring back hanging and expel refugees on boats. It always totally amazes me. People think they are worth their votes. In the past, I've been to a protest or two. In the future, I hope to do still. I'll leave you now with this reflection. They should have killed the bill. And now it's time for Inner Terrestrials with Runtings. <laughs> and you will obey the rules, just like everybody else. Way wrong! One day down the bowl I was smelling something funny Cause the bastard thought it over me would not give me my money But the power trick was obvious, malicious and low And I had with a computer said there's one thing you should know Wait! Things in this neighborhood, and we don't fuck about, so you better be good. And no firms as big as ours, and we show no pity. Yeah, pretty hills on the coast, all the towns and cities are rolled by us with an iron grip. You march to our drum, and you live in our trip. Where the angels 
Jones mechanics We've got the tools This is Animal Farm Where the pigs went wrong Good morning, job seekers Way wrong citizen has the right to arrest another citizen who's breaking the law. Now be told. Way Wicked stuff. Bring that on, Jay Terrestrial. Now, it's time for Miranda and the Seven Pillars. For medicinal use, cannabis is legal. Now, that's an unusual stance. Legal or illegal are ridiculous words for plants. What is illegal is human use. So that's how they regulate us. Let me divulge so you know what I mean. They are sneaky, of that you can trust. Production, possession and distribution are illegal, or whatever term you choose. Grow, smoke, eat or pass on are other words we could use. To the rest of the world, our war is over. But that's only propaganda. In Britain, we're still likely to hear what is known in America as the Miranda. To watch how quickly things escalate till they are very intense. You do not have to say anything, but it may harm in your defence. Stop them there and refuse their arrest, as they only intend to feather their nest. As any fines you pay are connected to their pensions, I've heard, so they therefore lack integrity. And probably also openness, as they ignore transparency. And quite often, clearly, not being applied is any form of objectivity. There are seven pillars to public life, and those I just mentioned are three. Selflessness, accountability, honesty and leadership are the remaining four. Decide for yourself if any were broken as they try to enforce their bad law. If you do not mention, when questioned, something which you later rely on in court is nothing but a form of coercion and is something quite easy to thwart. Anything you do say may be given in evidence. Just nod and smile as they can't stand the silence. So the only thing truly black and white 
is the fur on a zebra or panda. And often the popo don't know the law because they ignored the latest memoranda. When they give you a warning about what you've done, they refer to not their cannabis as Schedule 1. But that can't be right, which is as plain as can be. If they made it legal to be prescribed medicinally, private clinics are encouraged as NHS prescriptions are few, a route which, of course, many people can't afford to do. A hundred fee initially is what I've often seen. So for many, the thought of legal weed is still a fantasy dream. Too poor for the deposit into the money-generating scheme. Ooh, that sounds like Rocky the town cynic. I wonder where he has been. Imagine the money these cash generators are clearing if they did this at the sea. It would be called buccaneering. For cannabis to be Schedule 1, it can't have any medicinal properties. So arrests are false, just like this law they apply, like a postcode lottery. So what can we do? If we march, lobby, protest, they'll just send in the popo in their bulletproof vests. There is no point in asking of those that never listen. They only care about money, and their empathy is missing. Believe me, the government don't give a toss, except for something personal. Hmm, financial loss. So this is a thing we all need to decide, to come out of the closet or continue to hide, ignore their shit laws and be open and free. I've done that for decades, there's no buttons on me. Well, at least none with holes, unlike our current drug laws. If you think they are fair, you probably believe in Santa Claus. And now... Uh, Damien and Stephen Marley with medication. All I know is I'm here today, I'm healthy, and I use medical cannabis, and I'm thankful. I achieved complete clinical remission from the cannabis alone, and I would rather be illegally alive than legally dead. This child needs cannabis. I'd take a hit and the pain would disappear. It was instant, I mean, instant. I've always looked at cannabis as being medicine. People say you get high, you don't get high, you get medicated. I'd like to see it so that, you know, people aren't criminalized over something that's medicinal. It's a God-given plant, we should all be able to use it. It's real medicine. Medication, your medication makes me high. Just be patient, I'm like a patient trying to find levitation, run your fingers down my spine, elevation, your medication makes me high. Such a short way up and such a long way down, and this is a bubble like where they are right down, the way you're something off it off your way by pound, in a fields of marijuana that is my playground. I love you, Mary Jane. You're the prettiest of flowers, girl, my can't complain. When I'm with you, I feel so high, I rise above the rain. Are you not the people damaged like that bitch cocaine? No, I leave them lonely, feeling only pain. Cause your DNA is of the highest strain. Your effect is so potent, it's so insane. You so gummy and sticky 
you like a plaster stain When we grind out your body only stems remain And to love you is so risky I might get detained You always keep me flying on the highest plane And anybody know we'll always proclaim to help heal nations. It still may be months away, but Borofest is looming. Don't miss out on getting a ticket, or you'll probably be fuming. If we have one, it'll be summer, the second week of July. I know when it gets here, that weekend, the time will surely fly. Overstone, Northampton, is the obviously place to spend. 14th, Till the 17th, yep, the whole weekend. 60 quid for a weekend in a tent, in my humble opinion, money really well spent. To buy a ticket, search for Eventbrite online. Some have already brought theirs, I'm happy I've got mine. A, gla- a glass blowing festival and so much more. Alternative lifestyles, if you know the score. You can even get a practice to learn some expertise. Unlike the amazing lamplighters that do this stuff with ease. Speakers, 
education, arts and crafts and healing, a bushcraft area, if you find that stuff appealing, later in the evening chilling round the fire, can a chat and blah blah blah, if you so desire. Because times are hard, there's a special deal for you. If you're struggling to pay the price, it can be split in two. It's been arranged you can pay 30 quid twice. The organisers of Borrowfest are actually really nice. Don't hang about though, you don't want to be sad. With your ticket done and dusted, you know you will be glad. And just to add to the end of that, um, you need to get your ticket by the 31st of March for the early bird discount. And now, Billy. Hi everyone, I'm Billy and I just want to let you know some exciting news. The centre will be back open on the 23rd of March 2023. That's the start of our season when you can come and you can use the cafes and the shop. You can see our residents, you can have a wander around and um, it's about a month before they go out. But yeah, we look forward to seeing you. But don't forget, behind the scenes we're rescuing animals 24-7. We do not stop. So any way you can support us, that's amazing. And don't forget you can get your copy of Earth Boy, which is my book, the start of my memoirs and my journey throughout animal rescue. You can get it from us on site here for just $9.99. So place your orders today. Thank you so much. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, and our website is www.retreatanimalrescue.org.uk. So you can stay in touch even during our big winter sleep. And we look forward to seeing you when we open. That's the weekend after Mother's Day. We look forward to it, guys. Thanks so much for your support. Mwah. There's a rumour there's another book of Bender Drivel coming out. It's actually called Bender Drivel, as seen on the radio. However, it's not out yet because, well, someone hasn't finished writing it. And um, that's the nearest we'll get to an advert for that sort of um, codswallop. Anyway, here's a poem by Anon, whoever Anon is. Hidden behind my almost constant crooked smile is a bit of a grimace, and it's been hidden there for a while. I thought you'd already seen it, so didn't bother to mention. Not because I forgot, I've just never been one for convention. Whichever it was doesn't matter at all. It was probably something incredibly small. As I was walking up the stairs, I met a man that wasn't there. I wonder if he'll not be there today. If he isn't, I'll ask if he knows the way. Now, what was it that I needed to know? I remember I had a thought. Now, where did it go? Little pigs, little pigs, let me in. I don't have hair on my chinny-chin-chin, nor in fact do I have hair anywhere on the rest of my body. So I wear clothes to keep me warm. It's what you might call a hobby. A human hobby? I most certainly agree. Oh damn, I seem to have run out of tea, and although at times I'm a bit kind of shoddy, trust me, you don't want to see this body. Anyway, unless I'm mistaken, I think someone mentioned tea, although it could have been a random thought just popping out of me. 
never mind all that. Let's get back to the original thought. Not all that blah, blah, blah of the previous sort. I've decided with a brain as small as mine, I'll leave it be. It's going to be just fine. The next wonderful musical offering is Standing Rock by Trevor Hall.
Rumini Wichani, Water is Life. And now, another poem called Law and Disorder. If you grow your own cannabis, it's still at Schedule 1. But if you know the truth, you know that that is dumb. Medicinal properties, it has none. Is the definite definition of Schedule 1. But cannabis grown under licence, inside, not under the sun, miraculously has medicinal properties. So it seems a tale has been spun. There is no difference in species, just like in other plants. All plants have subspecies or varieties. It's part of nature's fabulous dance. So, logically, if there is no difference between legal or homegrown weed, the reason for the law is political ideology, holding hands with corporate greed. I talk to people all the time about my personal use of pot that often didn't know it was legal, so still believed it's not. Not just the people I speak to, police officers often don't know. The real government that actually run the country love that status quo. Most people I talk with agree that the change in the law should be made obvious and the fact that it should could be illegal to grow any kind of plant is nothing short of ridiculous. They made it legal for legal medical clinics to sell. In the process, corporation bank balances also swell. To them, it's a bit of a joke. They don't even need the money. But for those who are ill or unable to work, that joke just isn't funny. The money and resources that they have and continue to lose on this failed drug war that the government continue to choose. It could have been put to a much better use, and that is without a question. That it gets nibbled away at right down the line, I wouldn't make that suggestion. First of all, free the weed, and anyone in prison for an unjust law, ideological political prisoners, casualties in a failed drug war. But give us back our plant for a start. Enbro-dish prohibition is rotten at the heart. Stop wasting police time. No victim, no crime. The Misuse of Drug Act, or MODA, what a weird little acronym. For a substance to be considered as controlled, it would have to be very grim. A dangerous drug to be avoided and very harmful to health, except for scientific research shouldn't even be on the shelf. For cannabis to be labelled dangerous as such is just fantasy land and they know as much. However, back in the 60s, with in 1964 in fact, an MP made a 10 minute bill that soon became an act that cited synthesised cannabinol a dangerous drug indeed. Synthesised cannabinoids are dangerous, but they don't come from a seed. Cannabis grows from a seed, but those were produced in a lab. Trying to get to the truth of it is like continually 
picking a scab. The way the bill was worded was to very cleverly deflect, which is why to me the law is false and deserves no kind of respect. To them it's all just politics and to them all part of the political game. They need to be made accountable and then do the walk of shame. Cannabis caregiver growers can still go to prison for years, so the law is a postcode lottery, at least that's how it appears. Just like in any community, there is always some division. It helps them maintain this status quo, a very political decision. They're losing this war against a plant, so they ought to call a truce. Cannabis is a product of nature and should be legal, whatever the use. Personally, I am a cantheist and consider it my human right to use this plant for the good of my world and for that I'm willing to fight. Politicians, if you don't give us back that which our whole world needs, legal rights to produce our own medication and to grow our wonderful seeds, when it's next time to vote, just remember this. You'll be at the bottom if you're even on the list. And now, a little a new song by Beans on Toast called Against the War. <whistles> Well, the war drums banging and the flags are waving. Everything is so complicated. The new thing is a deadly invasion with innocents dying and the death toll rising. The whole thing is fucking horrible. Yet somehow painted as inevitable. With cities flattened and people fleeing Lies are being told like they are something to believe in And now I'm sitting in your car Watching war crimes on my phone Wondering when they'll send in the drones Not sure if there's good guys and bad guys anymore. Who's getting paid and who they're rooting for? I stand with the victims, whoever they are, and I'm again. Feels like no one's even talking about peace And pretty soon the narrative shifts The news fades on the people who are suffering And ramps up on the weapons we are gathering The whole thing is fucking horrible Yet someone is benefiting from it all And it's probably worth considering That it's a fine day for Lockheed Martin And now I'm on my laptop Watching nuclear bombs explode 
learning all about the fallout zone Not sure if this invasion is now a proxy war That feeds the rich on the blood of the poor is it the government only use sound bites um and in that wondering it just maybe um toddle on to this little um gem called infection control when trying to avoid unprecedented they riddled and just tripped on their words the depths of their thoughts was merely sound bites and integrity was seen as absurd. They kept on repeating infection control over and over again because they had blatantly lost the plot. Let me first explain. They gave out money via the council, usually in a grant, but infection control, infection control, two words to quickly implant. These are the reasons there was a war they tell us they were fighting of that there were no shortcomings except in the meaning of my writing we were beating the virus and beating it together infection controller what a marvelous endeavor i laughed at their care badges but some thought they were great remember though they wanted you to think only they could put food on your plate Infection control, and this they did insist. Infection control, you must listen to this. Infection control, now wash your hands, drink up your coffee and wear rubber bands. Don't wear a face mark, except where you must. Infection control is a thing you can trust. A cleaner can clean now and a nanny can govern. Or is that from a witch? Oh no, that's an oven. Infection control was the way that we managed. That's not really repaired, it's merely bandaged. With infection control, you can control infections, so it cannot spread like unnatural selections. So, infection control was their very best advice. Go on, don't hang about, you shouldn't think twice. And just in case you wondered, or in case I forgot to mention, 
infection control is really the best way if you want to control infection. Give your evidence, the king repeated angry, or I'll have you executed, whether you're nervous or not. I'm a poor man, your majesty, the hatter began in a trembling voice, and I hadn't begun my tea, not above a week or so, and what with the bread and the butter getting so thin, and the twinkling of the tea... The twinkling of the what? said the king. It began with the tea, the hatter replied. Of course, twinkling begins with the tea, said the king sharply. Do you take me for a dunce? Go on. I'm a poor man, the hatter went on, and most things twinkled after that. Only the March Hare said I didn't. The March Hare interrupted in a great hurry. You did, said the hatter. I deny it, said the March Hare. He denies it, said the king. Leave that out, that part. Well, at any rate, the Dormouse said. The Hatter went on, looking anxiously round to see if he would deny it too. But the Dormouse denied nothing, being fast asleep. After that, continued the Hatter, I cut some more bread and butter. But what did the Dormouse say? One of the jury asked. That I can't remember, said the Hatter. You must remember, remarked the king, or I'll have you executed. The miserable hatter dropped his teacup and bread and butter and went down on one knee. I'm a poor man, your majesty, he began. You're a very poor speaker, said the king.
guess that leaves just about time for a poem. And here it is, Hairbrained. There once was a man with hair and a brain. If you met him now, he's bald, but quite sane. Not that I'm suggesting he wasn't before, but he was more her suit, and that is for sure. I'm aware many people may think he's mad. He lives in his own world, and that makes him glad. Believing his truth that the whole world's a shop, he only indulges them, hoping one day they'll stop. Nothing he makes is meant for sale, although somehow some does get sold. Not by him, though, he'd have you know, in a tale he's so often told. What he finds most astounding is that people would want to buy his books or his scribbles, as, in his opinions, they're only pie in the sky. He only sounds like he's clever and only appears to be cool. Trust me, I know him really well. He's an idiot, but still not a fool. Anyway, none of that blah, blah, blah was anything to do with this story. He's honest, I can tell you that for sure, so obviously not a Tory. Many years ago, in the days when he still had hair, he lived deep in the woods, a lush life, if you dare. But that's another story too, I know, you couldn't make this up. The sort you could spin in front of a fire with a spliff and a full coffee cup. Now, the next bit may well be fantasy, alternatively it may well be true, but how far you are willing to expand reality is entirely up to you. One late summer night, fast asleep, many years ago, amongst the trees, under the stars, the fire merely afterglow. An oddly glowing wasp landed on his head and crawled into his ear. He never even stirred a bit, you may well be surprised to hear. The wasp laid her eggs, dozens of them, translucent and nearly microscopic. Incidentally, I know I digress, but whilst we're on the topic, with a balloon and some paper mache, make yourself a fake wasp nest. Where you hang it, wasps will avoid, instead of being a pest. But back to what I was saying before, the wasp then flew away. Next morning, drinking fresh roasted coffee from the jug bubbling on the fire, rolled a big fat spliff of Hindu kush, so that day he was going to get higher. The wasp eggs completely dormant all day, so nothing seemed amiss. He went about his peaceful day. Ignorance, certainly bliss. Everything was cushy all day long, but that night, when he was asleep, the eggs all hatched simultaneously and headed into the deep. Next morning, he woke up dizzier than usual and couldn't work out why. His vision weird and blurry, so he thought something must be awry. So... Off he went to town, which was seven miles, to have a bath. He did this about twice a month. Actually, no, I'm having a laugh. When he arrived at the dead-end centre, the staff became concerned. They showed him in a mirror. His eyes looked like they'd been burned. They sent him to the hospital, but on the journey there, the ambulance was involved in a massive pile-up, and that was quite a scare. He decided then to visit a witch he knew. She lived in another wood. This sort of thing was up her path, and she'd fix him if she could. She knew, she said, the symptoms, and could easily make him well, but that would leave him indebted to her, so basically under his spell. There really wasn't another choice, though he still didn't know what it was. Yes, he agreed what was occurring he needed to know 
because she explained that there were maggot wasps nibbling at his brain. That's why everything is a bit skew-if, as if you're going insane. Don't worry, though. I have a cure, for sure, but timing is essential. If not, everything becomes too big and you become their residential. That's not even something she wanted to consider. She had a plan, she said. The Acme maggot wasp get rid of. First, she had to shave his head, but she kept all of his hair in a jar on a shelf in the corner, somewhere over there. She bade him come down and sit here, and then, to his surprise, he couldn't move a muscle, not even blink his eyes. She told him, please don't be afraid, you've just been hypnotised. She told him he wouldn't feel a thing. She guaranteed no pain. We need to do something to stop the creatures eating all of your brain. She opened up a drawer and took out what looked like a drill. She said it was a laser auger and asked if he needed a pill. She made 42 perfectly circular eight mil holes in his newly shaven head. She told him there was nothing to worry about and it's better than being dead. He couldn't move a muscle and didn't feel a thing. She opened a purple container with 42 tiny rats within. She removed the little blighters carefully one by one, then with perfect precision held them twixt finger and thumb. She put one in each of the holes and before they gave her the slip, she clamped their long tails together in a very special clip. Then it was down to timing and keeping an eye on things, hoping not to reach the point where the ledgery fat lady sings. But things didn't go quite as planned, and the rats ate far too much. Not able to pull them back out the holes, completely stuck as such, leaving them him with what could only be called rat's tails instead of hair. But he didn't even own a mirror, so it's not as though he'd care. The rats, of course, had to be poisoned. The doctors called it chemo. But if you have listened as till this far along, you'll know that it may not be so. This week's show was dedicated to Gary Yards, in prison for three years for growing a plant to make oil for a man dying of cancer. Radio Illuminati.